Hope had thought she was doing the right thing, having a spring baby, until she stepped into the hospital and saw how many other women were also doing the right thing. It was April, and there seemed to be dozens of women arriving with their suitcases, all having babies. Hope had no suitcase. Everything had started to happen too quickly. In the Café Firenze of all places, right in the middle of a tea to celebrate Claire's birthday, just as the tall glasses with the frothy milkshakes had arrived, and Donna Maria, the café owner, was discreetly lighting all the candles on the freshly made chocolate gâteau, which was not just the café's speciality, but Hope's youngest daughter's birthday cake. "'I'm so sorry, Claire. What a time for it to happen.' "'Don't worry, Mums. If you hang on until after midnight,' her third daughter had said as cheerfully as she could. At least I'll have no trouble remembering its birthday. Hope checked in at the maternity wing, and then, the pains having stopped as abruptly as they had arrived, she called her neighbour to ask her to bring round the suitcase whenever she could. Fingers crossed, said Imogen. Hope moved away from the phone booth, and was surrounded once more by the chaos on the maternity ward, more like a station in wartime than a hospital. Husbands and grandfathers, boyfriends and sons, small children who would have to be left with neighbours, neighbours arriving with small children who had already been left, and so many pregnant women coming and going, some with suitcases, some like Hope who had not had time to go home and were now queuing for one of the telephones to ask someone at home to bring in the carefully packed case with the talcum powder and the fresh nightdress, the bedroom slippers and the teddy bear. The ward sister beckoned to her, and then, seeing Hope lean forward and give an involuntary gasp, caught her by the arm. "'Follow me, Mrs. Marriott,' she said, looking back and smiling at the eternally moving but strangely quiet melee behind them. "'Spring bulge,' she added with a laugh. "'But Mr. MacLeod is here today, so you're in luck.' Hope gasped. "'Luck. Of course, that was just what she needed.' In another five minutes, she would be born. Claire checked her last birthday present from her father to make sure. Five past two and counting. Another four minutes, fifty-two seconds, and wow, she would be coming into this world exactly fourteen years ago. Claire? Her sister Rose groaned from under her duvet. Put out the light, okay? No. Four minutes and forty-seven. Put the light out! Rose pulled her duvet higher over her mane of long dark hair and groaned again. Every year it's the same, she complained. As if you were the only person in the whole world ever to have been born, for heaven's sake. Three minutes. Think of poor mums. She can do it in her sleep now. I remember Melly saying you nearly killed her. Melinda put her head round the door. You did, Claire. You nearly killed her. Two minutes, forty-eight seconds. You arrived feet first. I turned round at the last minute, just in time. Two and a half minutes.